Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. Hey, everybody, reporting to you live from Toronto. Well, by the time you hear this, it's not live. Anyway... Another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. Wow. Um, You know, there's so many words, but there's very few words for what the Florida Panthers have gone through this season, this playoff run. They have now played 90 games. Um, They're 11-4-1 in their last 15 games. They beat the best team ever. They've got a lead in a playoff series in the second round for the first time in 27 years. And they've got a goaltender that looks a heck of a lot different than he has it pretty much any other time as being a Florida Panther, and that's Sergei Bobrovsky. So much to unpack here, uh, but just a great job by the team, a great job uh, by South Florida. The, the, the coverage, the outpouring of support has been amazing. And I'm just real happy for so many of the diehard fans that were with this team through a lot of tough times and through the through the thick and thin and whatever happens in game two on Thursday, those two home games will be wild in, uh, in South Florida as it was in game six against Boston. Uh, you know, simply put, I just think Matthew Kachuk has changed everything for this franchise and give the management and ownership a ton of credit for making a bold move, trading away a couple of terrific players, guys that we all came to know and love as fans. Um, But it was a stroke of genius. It really was. This guy not only can talk the talk and has the confidence, he's a great person, treats everybody so well, and the most important thing in sports is he can back it up. And he is playing at a level that I've never seen a Panther player play at, even in the big offensive years of the Pavel Burres and what Jonathan Huberdeau did last year and, you know, stretches where Barkov has been unbelievable. No one's done what this guy is doing. Every single night, multiple point game after multiple point game, setting up teammates. Um, He doesn't have to score goals to be a great player. And... This side of Connor McDavid, I mean, you still have to give it to Connor McDavid, but the Florida Panthers have the best player left in the playoffs. (laughs) I mean, that's that's just the bottom line. What he's doing is unbelievable. What Sam Bennett is doing is unbelievable. Brandon Montour, uh, you know, the emergence of Carter Verhage the last two years. So what I would say for this team, with the defending cup champs out, with Andre Vasilevsky and that great machine in Tampa out in the East with Igor Shesterkin eliminated. 
with the best team ever out of it. This thing is wide open. And all eight teams remaining in the Stanley Cup playoffs probably feel they have just as good a chance to go to the Cup Final and win the whole thing. And the Panthers are right there. It's incredible, but they are right there. It's amazing how quickly things can change. And in a month's time, where it looked like they probably wouldn't make the playoffs, Alex Lyon gets on that amazing run, and they find a way to get in, shock the world by beating Boston, the best regular season team ever, and here they are now with a lead on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Last night's game, hey, you know what? It's been 90 games, and whether it's they're just a little bit undisciplined, whether they don't get calls, whatever the reason, it's been 90 games. So I'm done with saying you got to stay out of the penalty box to have success because they don't stay out of the penalty box. They haven't stayed out of the penalty box. They made the playoffs. They beat the best team ever. And now they've got a one nothing lead in the second round with taking all those penalties. So I thought Paul Maurice said it great after the game last night. We're just going to have to, I'm paraphrasing, wrap our head around the fact that we're going to take a ton of penalties, and that's it. And hopefully we kill them off. And I thought it may have been the big blessing in disguise taking the two penalties in the game early on because it got Bobrovsky into that game early. And those saves that he made on that those Toronto power plays were great saves. Um, he had a, so many incredible stops on Austin Matthews last night. It was unbelievable. Uh, the two goals were clearly not his fault. So... In some ways, taking those two early penalties got him into the game, got him feeling good and confident, certainly got the Maple Leafs thinking, "Uh uh-oh. And, you know, playing these these teams that are favorites that finished so far ahead of the Panthers in the regular season standings, um, like they're like the car that's like, you know, you're you're on 595 or whatever at Flamingo Road and you know, the Bruins and Maple Leafs were down by university. Heck, the Bruins were all the way by the beach. <laughs> I mean, they were they were not even within striking distance of vision. And, you know, subconsciously, you have to think maybe the Maple Leafs breathed a sigh of relief like the Panthers did last year because they had finally won a round. Panthers aren't satisfied this year. Maybe they were a little satisfied. Breathe a sigh of relief. We won, a, we won a playoff series for the first time since 96. The Leafs have won one for the first time in 19 years. But more so, Toronto had to subconsciously breathe a sigh of relief that the, the Bruins weren't the opponent. And Panthers go in there. It is incredible. They've won four in a row in the playoffs, okay? They've led almost the entire time. But they've been caught seven times with leads, including two nothing leads in the last two games. And in the Game 7 case, of course, not only did they get caught on the scoreboard, the Bruins passed them. They had the lead. Um, It's incredible that the Panthers build these leads and they get caught numerous times and they never change the way they play. They don't change their demeanor. Like early in the year, when these situations would come up, I feel like they would try to open things up and get wide open and trade chances And they just don't do that anymore. I think they realize they can play this style and still generate a lot of offense and score their goals. And, you know, that's a process that they've gone through over the last eight months. So really impressive. I mean, not great that they get caught with these leads. 
I thought in the second period last night they opened up and maybe they got the feeling, oh, this game's going to be easy. This isn't Boston. They're not as big. They're not as strong. They're not as tough. Let's just, you know, skate around and, you know, trade some chances. And it didn't work in the second period. Um, and then they got back to what they needed to do in the third. So uh, another series where I think the Panthers have early on, even though they lost game one to Boston, they outplayed them for more than half the game. Uh, they put doubt into a heavy favorite's mind in a intense hockey market with media and fans, you know, getting on them because they're losing to the Panthers. I think that's what happened with Boston. And at least for one game, and it could turn around any time as we know in these series, but at least for one game, I think it's happened here in Toronto. And the other thing is we have to remember is Toronto's goaltender, Ilya Samsonov, was the guy the Panthers lit up last year in the playoffs for Washington, in particular Carter Verhage. So now the Panthers get four goals on him. His last playoff memory is last season with the Capitals where the Panthers beat him and Verhage in particular beat him. Right now, the Panthers have the goaltending advantage. So, you know, People may look at tomorrow night as kind of, oh, you know, you already got the split. I don't look at it that way because I don't think the home ice really means anything in, in the series. Um, it hasn't meant anything in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. So I think the Panthers, look, they came in, they punched the Leafs in the mouth, they got the win, and I think they need to do it again. And I don't see this team ever taking its foot off the pedal. I think, I think there's a real belief in there. I don't think they're looking far down beyond. They're just looking at the next game, but they feel like they belong and they can beat these teams. So enjoy game two and um, hit subscribe, spread the word. We appreciate our sponsors here on the podcast. Our producer is Brett Markowitz. Wouldn't be possible without him. Thanks for listening. And uh, all I'll say is five down, 11 to go. See ya. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of sides and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out Sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is with number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I could tell you this, Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So 
He's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.